it's 11.02, so gather round the radio and listen to your favorite show. It's Martin and Mac, and they've got a big sack full of stories, full of jokes, haikus and a robot rope. they got a friend in Florida, well not a friend but sorta, and lots of friends in Illinois, including one they don't enjoy. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee. Seth is trying to build their brand, but he's the worst in all the land. Huzzah to them both, and hurrah to the true fan. Sitting by the radio, waiting for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Mama J's in Jackson Ward. I'm Matt. And I am Martin. And now, let's agree to disagree about Mitch McConnell. Well, Why would we disagree about him, Matt? I... I that I I'm sorry that we even I even said that because I don't want to talk about him. Let's agree okay, so, to to never talk about him. Okay, move on. All right. Revisionist news, Martin. Um, well, we get uh, the link up ready here. Uh, what? Go ahead and tell us what uh, the topic is this week for our uh, revisionist news panel. Sure. Um, Hawaii's, I think it's pronounced Kilauea Volcano, erupted. Um, I saw it on the news. It looked both glorious and really, really scary. Yes. Um, so I don't know, but it was on the news, and I'd love to hear. I'm amazed they keep coming back. I'd love to hear what the coach and the doc think about it. Yeah, well, uh, so I see that we there. We got them live here. Um, I Yeah, you know. Fear, Coach P. Can you uh, can you give us an idea of uh, of you know what is it? Do you think is is scary about this whole thing? Well, it's great to be back on the show. Um, one, it's fire. People are afraid of fire, and then also, I don't believe in flying in airplanes. I take an RV around the country, so I'd never go to Hawaii for obvious reasons. Well, I'll tell you what, I find this whole concept of eruption to be something that Coach P perhaps should, you know, talk to his therapist about. Now, the coach, he is very gruff and opinionated and never changes his mind. But maybe if he had some time to erupt or explain his feelings, he might have a better understanding of the world around him. Hold on right there, Doc. If I'm going to erupt into anything, it's going to be the lineman or, at the very worst, the blocking sled. I don't believe in talking it out. We work it out on the field. Blocking sled? We are not talking about the Olympics, Coach P. (laughs) We are talking about far from the winter. This is in Hawaii. Now... I have been there doing my uh, residency when I traveled, uh, you know, with the uh, Romanian military when I was their guest advisor uh, from the UN. You know, coach, um, you know the UN, 
They have a good team, wouldn't you agree? I don't even know what to say right now. Who got this guy on the show? The UN doesn't have a football team, and I'm worried about their, you know, black helicopters coming over and taking everything over. Oh, Coach P. Oh, you are a good one. You know, it's hard to tell when you're joking, but I just assume from the absurd things that you say that you actually do have a good sense of humor. And, you know, that's a real manly and masculine thing to have because it means you can laugh at yourself. Hey, it's Martin here. I want to jump in. I have a question for the doc. So do you think the media plays up the eruption element a lot? And what do you think that's all about? Well, I can tell you from where I stand, the media, now, I like to think of them as, you know, uh, the little voice inside your head, the, uh, the little angel or devil on your shoulder reminding you that deep down, there is more to the story. And I will say that, uh, well, Americans are very uh, uh, consumed by eruptions and explosions and, well, you know, violence and uh, uh, just, you know, wanting to uh, run into each other and break things. Uh, you know, that seems to me something that, well, it's a little bit overblown, if you know what I mean. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one, Doc. Sorry, I just I had to say that. Yeah. You understood what he was saying there? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, Martin, I think we should, you know, say thank you to our guests once again. Uh, unless there's anything else uh, the coach wants to say, it might be time to... I just, yeah, Coach P here. I just want to give a big shout out to my guy, Martin. And that's it. All right. Well, thanks, Coach. And uh, you're welcome. Thank you, Doc. Okay. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And uh, I think it's time for us to move on, Martin. Um, now, one thing that we're trying to do uh, this week, and you'll, you'll know by the time you hear this, go ahead and check our Twitter feed because we've done a couple of things this week. Actually, three things. So, we're putting up a uh, survey, a listener feedback survey, which will be live. If you're listening to this, go ahead and go over to at Duke Pipso on Twitter, and you can uh, go ahead and take the survey. And then, you know. Um, uh, Seth did not do anything for this, by the way. <laughs> no, he didn't. And nobody thinks that he did based on what well, the last I episode want... was like. I think we I, can I agree know. on that. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, and now and then we also, you know, as as people know, we're doing viewer mail today. But before we get into that, uh, we also are going to be uh, trying out a new uh, bit. Um, now, Martin and I, um, we have this, you know, we there's this character that we both sort of imagine playing a role in... Uh, in Duke of Pipso going forward. And the character is the old wizard. And um, so, you know, one thing that this old wizard is, is what we think that he or she brings to the table is the... Uh, they are, he or she is infamous for this. Yeah, is 
is have is having really sage and wise last words. And so in other words, on his dying breath. Right. Yeah. And then he'll die and then sometimes he comes back because he's a old you know, he's an old wizard. You don't really know if he's gone or not. But um so we're gonna we're gonna have a couple of these and we also we'd love it if, you know, any of you out there listening, go ahead and send us an email at uh dukeofpipso at gmail.com with your own uh, old wizard monologue if you want. And maybe if we get some good ones, we'll read them on the show and decide who the winner is. Okay? Yeah, so I'll, I'll go first here if I can. Please do. So let me sort of set the scene. The old wizard is on the battlefield. He's standing on the carcasses of his enemies. And he delivers these words. I'm an old wizard. Old enough to see everyone here born and die. I've been told that magic, liberty, and freedom can never exist peacefully in this realm. That is a lie. It's a disgrace. You'll know, Johnny. You'll know. Don't ask anyone else to tell you. Wow. Whew. Well, that's I. That was even better than I thought it was going to be. So, and I know you're being serious right now. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I am. I am. Um, I know. Yeah. Okay. So when I. When I imagine the old wizard, I see a, a I see a basketball court, and the old wizard is down down by the court, and he's all bent over, and he's he's trying to say something to his young protege, a a, a very uh, short, blonde-haired boy, um, who with nice sneakers. And um, no, no jump shot whatsoever. Um, and he he sees him, and then right as the young boy is about to go back in the game to potentially hit the winning shot, the old wizard, the old wizard says to him, "You'll know, Johnny. You'll know. Don't let anyone else try to tell you." Believe. Believe. And then he passes. So. But Johnny hit the shot. Oh, I don't know what happened. Well, I, 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 in my heart, I know that happened. Okay. Well. Don't laugh about it. I'm, I'm not laughing. I just. Yeah, you're not anymore. Let's move on to viewer mail. I well, hold that, on. So, just to. Encourage our audience. That's the kind of old wizard death monologues we want from you. Right? Yep. And, you know, you know we can make it. You just you just give us something to run with. And we'll, as Coach P would tell, tell you, we'll run all the way down the field and score at least once and maybe twice. 
Exactly. So, um, we've got a couple letters. Well, I've got one. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you want to go first? Sure. Sure. Okay. All Is right. it appropriate? Yes. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Dear well, good luck. Dear Duke of Pipso, Martin and Matt are so funny. Do they ever make each other laugh as hard as they make me laugh? Martin seems so dour, almost like he has no emotions sometimes. And Matt seems like someone that is always making arguments sound worse than they really are, like he can't regulate his emotions very well. What's up with them? Signed, JJZ3. Well, I would say this, mysterious JJZ3. You hit Matt right on the head. I think you misinterpreted me quite a bit. I would say, actually, that's funny because I would have said that he he clearly meant to say the other way around. Because, you know... Um, you are really argumentative and make a big deal out of everything. I'm not dour. No, if I anything, know. anything, I'm the funny one. I'm dour. Yeah, I'm you're dour. not right, right. Okay, so but I'm you're not the argumentative. One, well, you're but you make arguments sound Shut worse up than they really about are. Be, being being argumentative. Look, it's just a letter that one of our listeners sent in. I think it's the right thing for us to do to give it airtime. That's well, all I'm we doing. did already. Okay. I just okay. this JJZ three. It's like Hank Williams III. He's not good. <laughs> His shtick, you know, it's it's so tired by the time it gets to the third generation. Yeah, that's thank true. You. We're not arguing about that. No, for once. JJZ three. Um. Okay. So, Martin. Yeah, have... I have. I have some viewer mail. Now, a lot of people have accused us of making up viewer mail. Really? That's an outrageous accusation. Yes. Just outrageous. So, um, this comes from a, I think a listener, Margot S. But she spells her name O-U-X at the end. Oh, so she's Canadian. Uh, she might be from Madison, Wisconsin. Oh. So, okay. Okay. Sure. Because that's where Marquette and Joliet went before they went to Canada. Or she so. has a weird mom. I don't know. Um, right. So it goes like this. My name is Margot S., I live in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm eight years old. I hope you have a great day. Margo S. P.S. Hurrah is the good one, right? Margo, it is the good one. Yes. So let's see what our team, not Seth, wrote back. Thank you. We love it. Oh, she. this was her submission for the tank top contest. Oh, right. Which she didn't win but she had a great submission. That's true. We will keep your submission for any further DOP promotional items we may release. What is your favorite part of the podcast? Do you think Matt is funny? Let us know if you have any questions and maybe we can answer them on a future episode. Sincerely, 
the Duke of Pipso social media branding office. Oh no! Well, she go ahead. She emailed us back. Um, she said, "My mom, Melissa S. You might know her. Also, did one a tank top promotion. So here it is, and." Her tank top submission was not very good. Okay. The mom. Yeah. Melissa S. Okay. So there you go. And I, yeah, you, so you also left off part of the letter where you said, or where the branding person said, don't bother asking uh, or answering whether or not you think Martin is funny because we know you don't. Don't bother with that. that. Keep on listening. We think you're great. We are so happy to get your submission, and we love your mom. You forgot that to you forgot been, to say that part. It was it was because it was written in imaginary ink. Okay. Well, Even that's Seth that is exciting. That. We, we yeah you know. We have listeners from all over the place. Wisconsin, Chicago, Florida. Indiana. The whole world. Yep. So, all right. Well, that was fun. I think that, um, you know, really the only thing we can do right now is just move on to hurrahs and huzzahs. Okay. If that's what you're into. That is how we typically close the the show. A little bit into it. Yeah. Um, You want me to go first? Because I've got hurrah. That's the good one. That is the good one. Okay. So. Yeah. With Margo. So go ahead. I wanted to give my hurrah this week to, um, well, somebody I don't really get a chance to talk about that much on the podcast. And that's Martin. So the Chicago White Sox are going to the playoffs, which start this week. Maybe even by the next show, we'll know if they've advanced or not advanced. We don't know yet. I'm not trying to get ahead of anything. I, but I was reminded of the last time the White Sox were in the playoffs. Uh, Martin and I went to some games in, in that series, but in order for them to get into the divisional round, they had to play a one-game playoff against the Minnesota Twins, and it was called the blackout game because everyone wore black. And it was super fun. Um, it was a 1-0. to zero. Jim Tomey had a home run. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was on the White Sox, and he made an awesome play in center field. And uh, Martin and I and our guests uh, we're, uh, we're there. We had a blast. We were dressed in black and Martin got me one of the white Sox blackout t-shirts, which I still have. And at the time he was like, here, I got you a t-shirt. Uh, and you know, that this was all they had and it would, you know, the size he meant it was a double XL. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's going to be pretty big on me. And uh, he was like, don't worry, it'll fit you eventually. And I remember thinking, well, what do you, what's, you know, no, it won't. Uh, 
Uh, that was, let's see, what, 13 years ago? And yeah, uh, yeah it does fit me now. Uh, the XL would have fit me too, but it won't fit me for too much longer probably. So I just wanted to say hurrah to you, Martin, for your uh, foresight and your, you know, just, you know, even though there were no XLs, you knew to get the double XL because deep down you could see into the future and you knew that you were making the right choice. And that's why we're here doing this podcast together, because we believe in the future, our future selves, just as much as our present selves. Great hurrah, Matt. Thank you. Great hurrah. And I had forgotten about that story, um, but it's, you know, it's real. It's real. Just as real as my huzzah is going to be right now. Let's hear it. So, probably my favorite TV show of all time is The Sopranos. And a lot of people, you know, don't like it because it's too violent or like for a lot of the adult situations. But no one could ever say that an episode was poorly put together or badly written or the actors were bad. So I was super excited when the Sopranos movie was going to come out, The Many Saints of Newark, because I thought, well, how could they screw this up? They have all the people back. They know the reputation of the brand, and they can't screw it up. It wasn't that good. They did screw up the brand. Wow. And it's outrageous. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm not saying you are. Yeah. It is sort of outrageous that someone would allow that to happen. It would be like if we passed off the podcast to like Seth and Michael and we're like, it's going to be just as good. That's no, what it's it was not. like. It was really bad. It wasn't that bad, though. Come on. Well, was for it? for the expectations that I had for it. But as bad as Seth and Michael taking over the show? Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, yes, it was. I'll, you know, I, I, my, so I don't know. I haven't seen it and I don't dispute. Now I'm probably not going to see it because uh, also I've never seen the Sopranos. I don't, I've seen maybe one or two episodes. I'm just, I never saw, I never watched Seinfeld. I'm just a humorless, lifeless person that uh, does nothing but, um, does nothing. But um, I haven't seen it. So my mom was saying, oh, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. And I was like, oh, you know, I should I watch it? And then, you know, like, should I go watch the Star Wars prequels before the original? Or, you know, like I was like trying to make up my mind. But now, now my mind has been made up for me by you, Martin. So, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to screw any, I'm not going to make it worse than it already is by watching it. I mean, watch the original show. It's a great show. If it's not your, it's a classic TV show. One of the very best ever on TV. Yeah. 
but the movie let me put it let me try to break it down into your world matt okay imagine if they made a curb your enthusiasm movie okay and it wasn't funny and you didn't like it yeah how disappointed would you be well i don't i don't i'd Curb Your Enthusiasm was funny. I don't think you're... That might be the wrong one. But anyway, I get your point. I get your point. It's, it's be like, not good. It ruined the show. Well, I don't think it ruined the show, but it's not good. It'd be like if they opened a Lou Malnati's pizzeria down the street from me in Virginia. And then when I got there, everything was soy and cauliflower based. Right. Is that like your? Would it be like that? Yes. And Michael like, and Seth were the ran the restaurant. Well said. Well okay. said. So let's leave it at that. Yeah. Um, because I'm just gonna get more angry. So get your old wizard death monologues in, everybody. And also, we really, really would love to get some feedback from our listeners. It's very important. We want nothing more than to know uh, how you, you know, experience the show. Uh, and, you know, to the extent that you want to interact with us, we would love that. So get on there and, and answer some of these survey questions so we can get some of that, you know, feedback that we love so much. Yeah, we're doing Seth's job now, too. Yep. All right. See you next time. All right. Have a great week, everybody.